Well, hey there, folks. A quick note for you before we get into the episode here. Uh, This podcast was originally presented as a live stream video back on May 17th, featuring my interview with Dr. Brainstorm, the writer of Thunder Clash Goes Bananas. I note that for two reasons. First, being that there's a fair amount of, hey, look at this, that really only kind of works on the video as we're talking about the actual art in the comic book, Uh, but also because there's some dates and goals for the crowdfunding campaign uh, that are now out of date. Uh, Stick around through the end of the credits. After all the music, I'll come back and give you an update on the campaign and how you can get your copy of Thunder Clash Goes Bananas. And you can watch that live stream video as it happened live of the original interview out on the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast YouTube page. July 2023, the Pacific Northwest will be transformed. Transformed. Don't miss Cybefest Northwest. Featuring special guest Paul Eiding, the voice of Perceptor. Panels hosted by Mike Cybert Radio Podcast. Robotics. Contests and trivia. Local artists and dealers. Exciting raffle prizes. A Transformers experience by the fans for the fans. Get your own exclusive Generation Zero transforming action figure. This Cybertronian festival features the Bumblebee Camaro inspired by the films. July 8th at Kent Commons Community Center. Immerse yourself in Cybefest Northwest. More at CybefestNW.com. 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 It's spinning. Oh, and it says live. Oh, my God. You are live, exclamation point. How uh, how exciting. Well, welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host, and uh, today we are talking about a very special project uh, benefiting a very special cause. Um, you might remember last year when we did the artist spotlight on Ashley Artley, who will be appearing at this year's Cybefest Northwest. And as a quick reminder, um, Cybefest Northwest is coming up this July 8th. My gosh, it's happening soon. Um, July 8th, 2023 at the Kent Commons Community Center here in Kent, Washington, where you can uh, um, uh, buy arts from Ashley Artley along with all of her other stuff. But anyway, Last year, we, in addition to talking about all of the cool arts that Ashley does, we also talked about a project that she's a part of called Thunderclash Goes Bananas. 
which if that title alone isn't enough to get you interested in the in this uh, project you know she debuted a uh, pinup which is uh, just the, the this per- uh, spectacular um, uh, print of or cover basically of Skyquake kind of flanked by a troop of gorillas and it's like this is what you're in for and she told us a little bit about um, about that project but guess what the project is now here available uh, for ordering through um, a coffee site which we're going to talk about in a few but I was very eager to come back around to this project and wrap my arms around this project and to share it um, with as many people would be interested in hearing about how, uh, um, especially at a time when the the beasts are about to rise, um, that this seems like a perfect timed book for um, some beasts and some robots to interact in a, a in a transformer space, and joining me on the Mike Seibert Radio podcast live stream is the writer of Thunder Clash Goes Bananas. It's uh, uh, you might know him on Twitter as Doctor Brainstorm. It is Joseph England. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, the Rise of the Beasts crossover is a happy coincidence it was not planned um but it does seem to have boosted some of the uh social media algorithms in our favor so that's uh so one of those nice little coincidences absolutely so um every live stream or every podcast is somebody's first um is somebody's first episode first podcast first show and um, a lot of folks know your stuff on Twitter, um, where uh, you repost various, you know, uh, uh, writers and artists, and are prolific in the Transformers fandom. But before we get into Thunder Clash Goes Bananas and how that project came along, and uh, some of the details about that, um, could you talk a little bit about? Um, yourself, uh, introduce yourself a little bit to us, and then from there, let's kind of talk about your your Transformers origin story and why why you like Transformers, and and uh, from there we'll get into, into the book. So so yeah. no small thing, but yeah, just a, just a little quick get to know you sesh. Just just my autobiography. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm Joseph. I am uh, an Australian, as you can probably tell. Uh, I have. Uh, grown up in a uh, a relatively small place in, in the in the pointy bit of Australia, the, the, the top of Queensland. Um, and uh, when did I get into Transformers? I uh, do not remember a time in my life when I wasn't into Transformers. My uncle, my father's, uh, well, my grandparents had a lot of children. Um, and okay. so my, my youngest uncle is actually only about 10 years older than me. Um, and he had all of the Transformers from 1984. Um, and when he sort of hit 12, 13 and, and outgrew them, I was just hitting sort of four or five and, and he just handed them to me. So I had, um, uh, you know, G1 because I was late to G1 because I'm, I'm actually an 88 baby. Um, oh, okay. So I, I, oops, um, I got, um, you know, Defensor, Optimus Prime, um, 
oh, just just a bunch. I remember vaguely having Starscream at one point, um, but I cannot remember a time in my life when I didn't have a Transformer. I still have my uh, g original G1 First Aid. Um, he is no longer white. <laughs> he is a very <laughs> sort of very very sort of yellow uh, First Aid, but he exists. Um, and so, yeah, I've just, I've always, uh, been into it. Um, uh, you know, my, the first time I bought myself something with my own sort of money was, um, the Machine Wars line of all things. I got the Optimus Prime, uh, and the, um, Sandstorm, who of course are relevant to this because they are repaints of, uh, Thunderclash and, and Rotorstorm of the Turbo Master. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's just always been with me. Um, I got really into, uh, James Roberts, IDW, um, Matumpty and, and all of those runs back in, um, uh, God, that was about 2014, 2015. I discovered that. Um, and, uh, now that my, I've recently, uh, finished my qualifications as a, as a, as a doctor. Um, and so I no longer have to study or, um, well, study uh, a lot. Um, <laughs> so I've been able to sort of turn my uh, my hobbies back up, and so I've I've started collecting again. I've started writing again, um, and yeah, that's that's sort of what it is. It's it's just always been, you know. I I um my most watched uh, piece of media is probably the G one movie. Um, sure. I have an old burnt out videotape of um, uh, taped off the television of um, five uh, episodes from season three of G1. Um, yeah, I, you know, I was exactly the right age when Beast Wars hit. So it's just always been there. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome, and I, it's it's fascinating as I've gotten more into Transformers fandom and have uh, made friendships with other folks from other parts of the world. I'm I'm fascinated by how um, other folks have have interacted with uh, uh with the with the Transformers, and the, I, I'm glad you you brought up uh, the Machine Wars because I, I I just recently listened to the Triple Takeover episode where mm. they were talking about Machine Wars, and really I learned a whole lot about that. I almost when when you were saying like, well, because for a certain generations of folks, that's kind of their Optimus Prime. Yeah. Um, a lot of folks kind of he's think face. he's got a face. Yeah. But he's, yeah. He doesn't have a mouth plate. Uh, mm -hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's also interesting too, like uh, getting into some of the characters that we're going to discuss in Thunderclash goes bananas. They, they are G1 characters, but they're later G1 characters mm -hmm. and they're uh, because of the uh, availability of these toys in territories outside of the U.S. There's um, there's a lot of folks, myself included, that don't really have as much of a, um, a tether to these characters um, like 
really, I didn't meet Thunderclash until, like you said, the, the More Than Meets the Eye James Roberts series. Mm-hmm. And when he showed up, I was just like, oh, well, th- this seems to be a guy that's a guy, you know, and then and then later on when they incorporated Star Saber and, you know, like I love those comics because they introduced to an American audience a lot of these some um, pardon the phrase foreign or I- exotic characters that that we uh, didn't really have um, a connection to. So so it's it's always fascinating to learn more about these characters that that folks on my side of the world didn't necessarily grow up with or have um, those those specific uh, tether to. Mm. Yeah, and um, you know the, the Turbo Masters, the Predators, uh, Thew. Adams, uh, famously big fan of the Predators, um, the they they've got fans, uh, but they're never in anything. Um, and it's, <laughs> yes, and it's because um, of, because of what you said, they weren't American. Uh, I don't even I don't even think they were released in America. They're what we call European G one. Um, yeah, you know, my, yeah. My my grandparents are. English they they were in they lived in the UK um, and so I would just get and I'm sure they were released here but I, and I cannot tell you when or how I acquired them um, but I had you know boss uh, and flash uh, growing okay. up and um, I got the aqua speeders um, and the accelerators um, and all these uh, niche uh, European g1.5 things that um, for me, were the Transformers, you know, because I, I missed um, everything but the back half of G1. Um, right. And, and so I was like, oh, why is uh, why is my guy not in anything? <laughs> why is he not important? Um, but, yeah, no, it's 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 good. And if you go through, um, you know, James Roberts in particular grew up reading Marvel UK Um uh, Nick Roche and all that. They like squeezing these guys in. Like Last Stand of the Wreckers uh, is the Predators. It's it's the opening scene is um, uh, spoilers. Overlord just killing Skyquake and uh, right. You know, to a lot of people, they're like, you know, they could have made that guy up. Um, they could have made both of those characters up. There are probably people out there. Uh, who would say, oh, who are these guys? This is really cool, but, uh, you know, James Roberts OC do not steal sort of situation. That's an interesting way of putting it. I I, I like that. And, and again, like we were saying, like, you know, some of these characters and situations are new for um, a, a lot of fans to the point where they they do kind of feel like new characters in, in, in a way, mm. um, as opposed to it's like no, these guys are G ones. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about um, the inspiration for um, the project we're talking about. We're mm. talking about Thunder Clash goes bananas, yep. and basically it's a let me uh, let me find the post here. In the um, in the coffee that explains what it is, it's I a it's a it up for you. sixty page collection, forty eight page main story, twelve pages of bonus content featuring uh, some of the biggest and best known fan artists in the Transformers fan art community. 
um, among which I don't count myself, but uh, will hopefully <laughs> hopefully rise uh, from the ranks. But um, yeah, so it's it's uh, uh, fully crowdfunded, fully fan produced original story that I wrote uh, that Jim agreed to draw and expanded from there. Um, and uh, we basically decided very early on that um, we should get as many people involved as possible and try and make a, th- a big thing of it. Uh, and so far it looks like that's succeeding, which is fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you guys are, are, are killing it. Like I, I, I did in, in my previous podcast, I had said something to the effect of when I scheduled this interview, uh, uh, with you to talk about the project, you know, and I, I've supported a lot of, uh, crowdfunders and a lot of like independent projects and you know, like, like zines and, and all mm-hmm. kinds of cool stuff. And it, it's sometimes difficult to, anticipate how something is going to hit. And mm. usually with, with stuff like this, it's like, you know, I just want to get the word out. You know, it's like, I believe in this project. I'm friends with the folks that are putting it out. It's like, let's, let's put some eyes on it. And, and I'll confess that there was a part of me because it is a little niche, you know, it, it has, um, you know, uh, older G1 characters, um, Na- exotic, very generous for what this is. <laughs> Yes. It's very specific. Let's put it that way. It's very, very, which is perfect for a fan made comic. Hmm. Um, Because, like, it it gives you guys the freedom to do all kinds of cool stuff that, um, that, you know, that, that you can. Go nuts! You could go bananas, in yeah. much like uh, Thunderclash and his friends. But no, uh, th- there was a part of me that was like, "Oh man, is it going to be like? Come on, guys, let's let's wrap our arms around this." You know, you know, Toy mm-hmm. Fu is awesome. Mary Meal, Mary's oh. Meals is awesome. You know, let's really support it. But then, what was it? Within less than a week, you had 100%. already smashed. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I I'd even made a joke. It's like, wouldn't it be something if it was over a hundred percent before uh, this interview? That this was um, I, uh, late I last was, week, I think. I was hoping to come on and be like, oh yeah, and I can announce that we're fully funded, and that happened four days ago. <laughs> yeah, that's um, old news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so up, the book. I woke up on Monday and found that Jim had doubled the the goal. Um, you know, because because we're twelve hours apart. So when I'm right. uh, wake, waking up, uh, Jim's in the UK. It's it's nighttime over there, um, and he was like, "Yeah, man, it's done really well. We we hit a hundred. We've we've uh, I've picked a new goal. It's three grand." And I was like, "Oh, okay, great." I I slept through all of that, but fantastic. <laughs> that that's that's got to be disorientating at times being being time delayed from from your uh, uh collaborators ah yeah it's it would be if it wasn't almost exactly 12 hours because we are both awake doing you know it's um for him it's bedtime with the kids for me it's school time with the kids um right. and so it's it's very much um, there's an hour or two in the morning and the evening where no one's really, one of us is ending the day and one of us is starting the day and we can get a, get a good bit of discussion going on. Um, but it, it, there are times when, you know, you're just like, oh man, I really want to, oh, I got to tell Jim something. And you, you just left on red. 
for six hours because he's yep. asleep. Because of course he is. It's midnight over there, you know. Right. Mm. Gotcha. Well, and and it's truly a international effort. You know, yeah. it's like you, you you've got you've got folks working uh, from from the states. You got uh, uh, you down in Australia. You got folks in, in Europe. And before we uh, kind of, or as we kind of transition into talking about some of the the, the collaborators and some of the, like the really really cool folks um, that that you've got contributing to this project. Um, I, I'm a sucker for an origin story. Sure. Um, so what, what, I, what I would like to talk about is how, how does something like this come to be? Like there had to be some kind of lightning bolt moment oh, where it's just yeah. like, well, not only are we going to do a story with the Turbo Masters and the Predators, but you know what? What if they were monkeys? <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, yeah. so how, 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 how does that happen? So Gav put up on so I, I was uh in the throes of of amateur writing um and i was starting to work on some comic scripts i'd done um quite, quite a few creator owned uh, original concept scripts that no one really wanted to read or or um pay any attention to because i didn't have any other work to my name um and Gav put up a photo, a picture, which you showed off with Ash. I was watching that interview. Um, yeah. Of a, a fake Marvel UK cover um, called Th- that was called Thunderclash Goes Bananas. And he just picked the name because it was Thunderclash standing on his um, firing platform, uh, shooting a lot of people. So, you know, oh, yep, Thunderclash has gone bananas. Yeah. Uh, but Gav, Gav famously loves monkeys um, okay he, he so gav is the presenter of uh, trdq uh the, the mm-hmm. transformers reviews done quick channel you should check him out very good stuff um and he has a monkey shelf and it has you know optimus primal and optimus minor and um uh oh, who's who's this ape face and baboom and all of those um every transformer that's ever turned into something Simeon uh, is he? He's try he sort of has on that shelf, and I thought Gav with that like that title is just perfect. You know, beast modes exist. Uh, Thunderclash never gets anything done with him. I'll just write a story about Thunderclash acquiring a beast mode, and then the story, the title will make sense. Um, and I, I I hit up Gav. I just said, Hey Gav, I'm a nobody. Um, can I write a story based on your picture? And he said, you know, go nuts. I don't think he ever expected to hear anything about it ever again. Um, and I'm sure he deeply regrets that decision. <laughs> but um, but I, I, I sort of, uh, I was between, um, I just sat my exams and it's about three months um, before you get your results back. And so I was just sort of filling the time that I would normally set aside for studying just typing out a story and I bashed out something that I thought was, was pretty good. Um, and then, but I still, I was like, well, I still need someone to draw it. Uh, and just by coincidence, I'd been following, uh, Jim, Jim Stafford at Occupy Icon. He's very, very good. Um, you should all check him out as well. Uh, he did a cover for last spot standing, uh, the IDW series, which is how I found him. Um, and he, 
posted just a tweet that said, oh, I, I've done some cover work. I'd really like some practice on an interiors. Um, does anyone have a, a quick fan comic they'd like me to draw? And I, I took the plunge. I just said, look, Jim, it's not short, um, but have a read, and, and I'd love it if you could draw even a page for me just to, to sell the idea. Um, and he said, yeah, man, and he, he, uh, he started drawing it, and it went really well. Um, and he got to sort of three or four pages in, and he said, you know, I think this has legs. Um, and he, he posted the pages as he was going on his, on his Twitter feed, and it would always get a very, very positive response. Uh, and he said, look, I think this is, really has legs. I can't draw 48 pages, but I know some other artists who'd be interested um, we actually found Ashley first because she commented on one of those, one of the page, I can't remember which one saying, oh man, I'd love to be involved in something like this. And I went to her profile and I was like, Jim, yeah, got to get Ash. Like <laughs> no question. If we're looking for artists, offer it to Ashley. Um, and so Ash signed up, uh, and we were stuck. Uh, Jim knew uh, and has worked with Nate Phoenix for a long time. Um, I think he's just at Nate Phoenix. I'm not, I'll have to double check that one. Um, and he said, uh, yep, he'd be interested in, in doing it. And um, and we were stuck for a long time <laughs> with uh, issue four. We didn't have anyone attached for a couple of months. Um, and so we eventually, I just said, well, Gav started all this. Why don't we just offer it to him? Um, and we reached out and he liked what Jim had done and the, and the, by then the sort of charity plan was set in motion and he loves, he likes Toy Fu. Uh, he's, he's a big supporter of Nick, um, and the boys at Toy Fu. Uh, and, um, that was that he, he said yes. And, and we sort of became this little, uh, little group that was, uh, yeah, at Nate Phoenix eighty three. I knew there was a number on the end. I couldn't remember what it was. Um, we became this little group, and uh, and away it went. So yeah, just one of those Abs everything lined up at the right time sort of situations. Well, and and that was that was going to be one of the other uh, uh, follow up questions I had, like because I I remember when I talked to Ashley last year, and when she was talking about. The work that she was doing on Thunder Clash Goes Bananas, she she uh, kept referring to it as the second issue. Hmm. So so like when the uh, crowdfunder started on on the coffee site, which is um, uh, ko dash fi dot com uh, slash Thunder Clash Goes Bananas. I'll, I'll have uh, there's a link in the show notes already, but. Um, because I, I don't remember if it's Kofi or coffee no, I don't or remember either. I don't know. It's it's just KO dash F I. There you go. Yeah. Or or follow us all on socials and then and then just uh just find it from there because we've been um aggressively tweeting it. Um but anyway, so so it's like so I thought going in that it was gonna be like a multi-issue project. So when the when the um, when I saw the crowdfunder on coffee come up, I was a little confused about like, so is this like the full story? Is the, is this just the mm. first issue? Mm. But then, um, 
I started getting in more into the posts and seeing the preview the, that you had sent me. I was like, oh, this is 60 pages, 48 pages of, uh, of content. Oh, my gosh, this is, this is the whole darn thing. So sure. this, is, this is all in one, um, one big story. Um, so, so I guess my, my question is, is when did, did that, did, is that a um, creative decision or a production decision? At what point did this become like instead of like separate issues, one thing? Hmm. Or so, was it always one thing? I So on Gav's cover, it says at the top, um, uh, which is a reference to the original um, Marvel Transformers series, it says part one of a four-issue miniseries. Ah. And, and I was like, well, okay. The, you know, the criteria are set. Um, and so I just wrote, and, and I wanted practice at, because uh, everything I'd, I'd written so far had been a contained single 12-page story. Um, and I thought I would be, I've got the opportunity. I'll practice writing a, a continuing story across multiple issues. Um, and so I sort of wrote it in the style. Uh, in, in my head, this is sort of the, the, the beginning of the second act of a long uh thunder you know turbo masters running series that is uh exists purely up here um that that i would love to if anyone from uh whoever has the comics license wants to use those characters oh my god i have a pitch for you it's ready to go um (laughs) but it was so i thought well we'll pretend it's just an ongoing and i'll write write it as four issues like um like gav's poster says um, and it just turned into this natural breaking point where Jim said, well, I can do 12 and we'll get someone out and we'll do each do 12 pages of our own. Um, but it wasn't until um, wasn't until we started actually doing the research on the costings of printing uh, that we came up with the 60 pages thing. So Jim, um, Jim was like, yeah, no, it, can, it costs this much to print uh, 48 pages but it's only 50 cents more or something to print oh, okay. 60 pages. That's the most we can fit in a book. Um, why don't we expand this and see if we can get other contributors and make it feel like a real uh, trade paperback with like, you know, alternate covers and uh, a letters page and maybe some fake ads and things like that. And so, and again, really good idea. Um, the whole project lives and dies on Jim's, uh, you know, I wrote it, but Jim is the, is the man who's sort of um, really made it what it is. Um, and so, and so, and I was like, yeah, that's incredible. Do you think anyone will be up for it? And sure enough, people were, um, but yeah, it was, it was always written as, as a, as a four issue series. And it was always the plan to draw it as a complete story um, okay, but yeah, just the 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 realities of printing and things have made some changes. Yeah, gotcha. Well, and this is cool because it it gives you the opportunity to do all those extra goodies, like like you were talking about. You know, like like the letters pages and the and the pinups and um, um, other cool things that 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 we'll talk about. Um, a little bit later, but I'm going to do a quick uh, screen share here, and I'm going to talk. Um, I, I'm going to share a screen for the actual 
um, uh, coffee campaign. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it's uh, ko-fi.com slash Thunderclash goes bananas uh, with uh, um, some ter- terrific uh, trade dress there. Um, who designed that logo, by the way? Oh, I'm pretty, mm, I'm pretty sure it was Jim. Okay, um, I know. Yeah, I'm I, Jim's. Jim's a, a graphic designer by trade, and I'm 99% sure that that's an original font that he made i think i think the goes bananas actually comes from the herbie goes bananas the movie (laughs) okay Uh, of course oh my gosh i was today years old when i made that connection i I did not even think to connect the two there i didn't know that until he told me um i i just assumed it was you know because people say goes bananas um, yeah. I've never seen Herbie Goes Bananas. I'm sure it's very good. It's obviously quite popular. Uh, but I promise you any references to it in the story are completely coincidental. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty sure that Jim came up with that himself. Um, it's quite nice. I'd certainly like it. If he didn't come up with it himself, whoever did, thumbs up. Uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I love it. It's it's really neat. And um, so going through the uh, uh, the coffee page, it's it's a little different than than your typical crowdfunder, like say like Indiegogo or a Kickstarter or one of those types of things. It's it, it's basically. Um, I mean, there, there's a landing page, which again, there, there's links for it for you to check out. Um, uh, very clean, very simple. It's uh, it's based on donations. So, yeah. like currently, as we see here, um, that it's uh, uh, currently at uh, 63% of uh, the stretch goal. Um, and I I like I like the way that this w- this was phrased. It's like so after smashing that first goal, like we we uh, talked about, Joseph. Now now it's a good news, bad news situation. Good news is that Toy Fu will be seeing a nice chunk of money to uh, to send on and help feed hungry kids. The bad news is that we could do even better if we can order 250 copies. Um, our unit cost will drop further, uh, sending even more cash in the right dire- right direction. So the goal here is to um uh have more money in the crowdfunder so that they can print more copies and uh minimizing those print costs and then that way there's more copies out in the world which is uh, uh which is terrific um so you can get the book thunder clash goes bananas um a couple different ways again you could donate through the coffee site and in the shop there's two different options there's um you can um, order it on digital, get a digital only copy, or you could be like me and get the print only copy. Um, in yeah. fact, actually, I, I I might get both. I might get the the digital and the uh, print only. But like I, I I like having something tangible in in hand, and yeah. especially especially like if it's a if it's a crowdfunder thing, I like the the uh, the feeling of having like it's like oh I helped do this. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it's it's. Uh, um, it, it's, it's a really cool thing there. So, um, um, now <laughs> be, being American currency is not my first best strength. Is this, uh, are, are, are these amounts in a uh, uh, pound sterling? Is that, is that what's going yes, on there? Yes, they're in U- UK pounds at the moment. UK pounds. Okay. Very good. Uh, which, um, uh, uh, Google tells me is about one, uh, a dollar and 25 cents us. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Gotcha. So that's uh, so pretty darn close to um, uh, kind of close to even there. Yeah. Um, very nice. And it's uh, it's interesting. I, I have uh, I have a couple other uh, uh, friends from Australia as well, and we. It, it's odd sometimes when we talk about like other countries' currency, and it's like, oh well, then. But then we start talking about dollars, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, wait a sec. Are you talking U.S. dollars or Australian yeah, yeah. dollars? Because because yeah. it's all it's all dollars, but give, obviously obviously very the, different. If the number's about a third <laughs> higher than you feel it should be, it's the Australian dollar. There it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, our leader toys are 90 of our Antipodean dollars um, no, at, at best, uh, uh, which probably presumably sounds outrageous to an American. Um, but I believe I believe at the moment that's something like the equivalent of about 55 US. Um, so, yeah. It's, it's, you know, I when you collect in Australia, you have to factor in about another 30% of the price of what you're paying for shipping. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, we, we are the world's largest Island nation. It would be Mm -hmm. nice if, um, you know, Hasbro and and places would help us out a little bit there. Give us, we don't, we don't need pulse, but we, we, we wouldn't mind it, you know, (laughs) Yeah, I I mean they and it's interesting, you know, just just a tangent aside, you know, uh Pulse has announced that uh they're expanding into Asian territories and it seems like with this with as many Transformers fans that I know that happen to live in Australia, it seems like it would be it would be a good opportunity uh to at least uh try to help you guys out there. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But it, but the, this oh, uh, the struggles of the struggles of getting Haslabs um you know, I own I own the Haslab Unicron, um, and when it was announced, there was about it, it probably was shorter than two weeks, but it felt like it was a two week period where everyone was going, "Oh my God, how can we sign up for this? And how on earth are we going to afford to ship it to us?" Um, mm-hmm. And thankfully, one of our uh, local retailers came through for us, and um, uh, and is now sort. Of, it must have been a success because they've supported every single one of them since so i got star saber and and i'm getting death saurus through them as well so um but oh it was you know the you see some nice things that just never turn up here uh <laughs> there's a lot of hunting that happens sometimes yeah i it's um I, i've i've always kind of wondered about that it's like are are there gaps in folks collections just because um, of scarcity, lack of availability, or just stuff that you guys don't want. It's yeah. it, it, it's sometimes oh, yeah. tough to tell. There are whole waves that never appear here. Right. Um, yeah. Um. I. I. And and I would imagine that um, uh, retailer exclusives have got to be uh, particularly hard. I. I don't. I don't know if like Target and Walmart is. Uh, is on the docket. I don't. I don't think Cosmos is making his way uh, down under. Unfortunately, oh, we got. You know, we got a lo- one of the one of the local uh, department stores did get the Velocitron uh, sets in. They they um, occasionally someone does bite that that hook and and does it. Um, and I don't know what it was like in the major cities, but here, if you could find a Cosmos, you were doing pretty well. Um, you know, I, I think I saw a scourge once, 
uh, and uh, that's about it. So, but they did they, every now and then they do come through. But no, um, quite a lot of stuff is either uh, online orders or uh, you know you got to really decide if how much you want it. Gotcha. Well, um, uh, transitioning back to uh, to the book uh, Thunder Clash Goes Bananas and the um, uh, the. Uh, the outreach that you guys are doing with it. Um, so it's it's a Transformers fan comic produced in association with Toy Fu in aid of Mary's Meals. And for me, being um, on this side of the fandom, um, both of those entities are kind of um, new and kind of unknown. I'm not particularly uh, familiar with Mary's Meals, and I've, I've heard of Toy Fu, but I'm not specifically uh familiar so um uh maybe folks like like myself who are learning about them for the first time and learning who this uh this book uh benefits and support um uh could you talk about them for a few sure so um toy Fu is a is a primarily uk based charity um that goes to the uh conventions in, in the uk and sells Transformers. Um, they they every year Thew does a, a sort of um, ramp up video for them where he walks through the stuff that they've acquired through their um, eBay trawlings and things, and they find uh, quite a lot of really good stuff. You know, they, they've got at least one Star Saber every year, um, often multiple. Um, I have occasionally emailed Nick and said, "Hey, I need." Uh, I need something for a, a G1 piece. Have you got it for me? And can I can I slip you some extra money to send it to me? And he always says no because he'd prefer to make the money at the at the convention. But damn it, I try. Um, <laughs> and you know, and good on him for that. I, I stick to your guns, Nick. Obviously, a hundred percent support that. Um, but they use the profits to support Mary's Meals, uh, and Mary's Meals is a charity started by I believe he was a Scottish priest. Um, uh, but they provide, um, food, uh, school meals to classrooms in poor communities. They have, uh, branches in, uh, Africa, Asia, Latin America, the Caribbean, the Middle East. Um, and they, it, it really is focused not just on, you know, um, uh, providing food to people who need it, but providing food to children who are at school so that they can learn um, and and attend. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, we, 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 we trust Nick, obviously, but we uh, did a bit of a Google, and as far as we can tell, they, they don't have any major scandals behind them. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm a very passionate uh, educator, particularly my region of Australia has quite a number of... Um, uh, disadvantaged uh, people associated with it uh, in it. I am um, in my spare time trying to start a local initiative to get the, the kids from those backgrounds into medical schools um, when they leave high school because that's a, you know, some of them are really, really smart, um, mm -hmm. but they lack the the understanding of the university system and the, the high school system and, and the medical system to to know how to broach those gaps. Um, so for me, this is this is sort of, it marries all of my interests from the uh, 
the personal, the professional, the the transformers. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think you know, feeding feeding kids who are learning things. I don't see that uh, many people can argue with that. Um, possibly the Republicans, but <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, that's a whole other conversation, obviously. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, certainly, you know, giving food to hungry kids, I don't think that you can do much better than that, charity-wise. Yeah, no, that's that's terrific. I mean, so, like, I was I was already excited about this book, um, you know, just because of, like, all the cool people involved. It's like, you know, I, I know a lot of these folks on Twitter, and I, I, you know, I see a lot of great posts, a lot of, a lot of terrific artwork and such being uh, uh, shared, um, a- as well as a, as a really fun concept. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, I mean, you, you add in the, the charity element of it also, and then that's, uh, that is, as, uh, as uh, some like to say, that is an insta-buy. Mm. So, and, um, and, and, and I wish, uh, wish all of you guys kind of the, 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 the greatest of success, and it's been, it's been a success so far, and it'll be very exciting to see how the uh, uh, campaign develops. Now, let's, let's, so we know we've got momentum on our side. You know, mm. it's already at uh, 63% of the, of the next goal of, uh, of 3,000 to, to print more copies. What happens after that? Oh, like, 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 have you guys even discussed what happens? So, so let me, let me give you an example. It's kind of like apples and oranges, mm. but like um, uh, a couple years ago, uh, Cybertronic Spree, uh, who, if uh, uh, for folks that might not be familiar, they they are the robots in disguise, and they are united by the power of rock, and they um, decided to do a cover album of the soundtrack of the 1986 movie, which, as we all know, is a documentary of the lives of the members of the Cybertronic Spree. <laughs> uh, but basically, they 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 uh, launched it on Kickstarter, and it was so massively successful that they had to keep coming up with mm. um, stretch goals and and new things because like more or less like I don't think anybody was anticipating the level of support that mm. that album was going to see and then um, just last year they they launched their first uh, album of original uh, music an album called Ravage and a very very uh, a similar thing they did a crowdfunder for it massively massively uh, successful they were a little more prepared for for the for the second campaign um, so I I know it's not congruous mm. it's not apples and oranges but this seems to be very very successful so far and I'm so I'm wondering if um, if the team uh, the Thunder Clash goes bananas uh, squad if you guys have, have kind of talked about um, what kind of what happens when you hit that next plateau and even even perhaps beyond? Mm. We uh, we have had a big ch- a chat about this. We're somewhat constrained by the number of pages you can fit in a physical edition. So if you um, we're already at maximum page count for a, a, a floppy collection. Um, mm-hmm. To add any more content would. Uh, put it up to like a, a proper bound book, but then the unit price goes up and we probably go down in terms of the amount that we end up giving to 
um, Mary's Meals, and, and yeah. it, it, we're, we're still in the process of that. We did consider, um, uh, you know, Jim, obviously, I'll, I'll take the, uh, a chance to plug. So Jim uh, does Please. quite a lot of prints, um, and he's talking about potentially, you know, maybe doing something like that or, or adding some digital extras um but we 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 don't we were not you know to get to 1500 was a surprise right uh, right to get to 3000 will be incredible um uh you know is there something you guys would like in there um it does get difficult because we're not allowed to make a profit on it correct um, right because it's unofficial we you know we have uh encountered I, I won't name names but we have asked uh some official transformers related uh tangentially transformers related people if they can contribute something and they've said uh, it's a bit of a contractual no-go um so so we are quite quite constrained there what i can say is that the more we get the more good we'll do um we will think of some stretch goals. We will be, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out if there's anything we can do that doesn't raise our costs or uh, place a, too much of an extra administrative burden. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but certainly we want to get something like that. Um, uh, and if anyone out there has any ideas, DM us, you know, we're, we're open. Um, yeah. We, we would be more than happy to uh, hear you out and, and support you. So, yeah. yeah, by all means. Yeah, you uh, there's an email address set up as well, uh, thunderclashgoesbananas at gmail.com. That's, yep. that's probably a good way um, to um, hit up the team as, as well as on um, uh, social media. They're on Twitter at uh, at TC goes bananas. Yeah. Um, they're they're on Twitter, and um, you could probably find the individual uh, uh, team members as well. Um, I would like to do a quick uh, screen share of the um, of the credits, and I would like to talk about um, again some of the awesome folks involved Ooh, in this project now. Now th this is my this is my uh, early commemorative copy, and I'm not going to scroll any further than this because <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. But I have had the opportunity to see not just um, the some of the completed artwork, but then a lot of the artwork that's still work in progress, and it's um, it is a lot of fun. This is this is a really fun story, um, and and Joseph, I just now realized that like you know we've been talking about the mechanics of like, you know, why is the book and where is the book and how is the book? Mm. But I don't know if we've really kind of talked about um, exactly who is the book. Yeah. So um, uh, being being the writer, of course, um, could, could you kind of talk about what what the story of uh, Thunder Clash Goes Bananas actually is? And, th and then we'll talk about like, you know, some of the, the team members and a lot of the, the cool folks that are involved with the project. And we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. So, so the story outline is um, Thunder Clash and the Turbo Masters are returning from a mission um, when they are ambushed by the Predators and their long-time rivals. Uh, and Thunderclash 
uh, ends up um, in an escape pod that that crashes on Earth and malfunctions uh, and transform and acquires him a beast mode. Um, but the predators uh, land on Earth, uh, attempting to hunt him down. Um, and the Turbo Masters, because their ship is damaged, are forced to land slightly further away. Uh, and it becomes a race against time to see who uh, can get to you know to Thunderclash first. Um, along the way, Thunderclash uh, ingratiates himself with a a tribe of a, a tribe. I guess is the wrong term. A pod. I don't know what the group of a a clan. Um, uh, troop, I think. Troop, troop. Yeah, yeah I think Rowe. that. I Ashley think Rowe. she's our monkey girl. Um, yeah, <laughs> she knows. She knows, she knows all. Oh, this is so in yeah. a in a massive coincidence. Um, Ash is like, oh, by the way, I also happen to be like a just a, a casual expert on gorillas, um, and so she has provided quite a lot of uh, uh, constructive and useful um, feedback on the look and the appearance and the behaviour. Um, there, there's a whole section in her in her issue that is changed from its initial scripting because she said, "Joe, gorillas don't behave that way." Um, and I was like, "Great, tell me what they really do, and I'll try and squeeze it into the the single page where that that plot event happens." Uh, and, and we yeah. did, and, and that works. Um, and so the you know there's uh, Thunderclash is uh, damaged and waiting for pickup. Will the Turbo Masters get there in time? Will the Predators get there? And uh, and and what happens when the two come to come to a head? I, I love it. And, and again, you know, looping back around to the interview I did with uh, with Ashley Artley last year, you know, and showing off that that incredible piece of uh, uh, Skyquake oh, medicine. The Skyquake the gorillas. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's mm. Oh, yeah. Just, it makes you feel bad for any other artist in the book. Uh, yeah. In, in fact, all, I'm, I'm, I'm going to page down all, through they're here. They're all just... brilliant, but every single one of us has said, oh, my God, what what has Ash got going on, you know? Um, so, yeah, no, they're all brilliant, and I love them all, but um, but every single one of them has been like, oh, wow, Ashley has, has got it. And uh, if anything, we are just delighted to be able to bring her to a wider audience because um uh yeah just the stuff she puts out is incredible yeah yeah definitely a a bright young talent with a with yeah. a very bright future i i am a fan and my friends are fans so yeah. um but yeah no i so i i was uh, very excited um, for for this book and this opportunity. Um, so, but that being said, let me let me scroll back up to the top here and bring back up um, the the um, credits page before uh, uh, before I get too far here. I I always love like you know um, I do this thing when I do screen sharing on streaming platforms where it's just like I kind of do like this putters and mutters thing. I'm like. Uh, 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 I'm just like making all these little noises to nobody in particular while while I'm uh, uh, clicking around with stuff. Um, so yeah, so you know we we talked about um, we talked about um, Ashley quite a bit. Uh, we talked about 
uh, Jim quite a bit. Um, uh, do we want to talk about um, uh, Nate and Gavin? And I don't think we've even mentioned um, Andrew's yeah. work on uh, on letters as well. Let's uh, yeah. um, let let let's let's shout out our friends. Yeah, sure. So uh, Nate is a uh, fairly well known uh, Twitter artist. He um, uh, does some very good stuff. I'll. Um, uh, he, he's actually quite obligingly today um, put up a thread of all of his most, you know, quite a lot of his recent art. And if you can, you screen share with me at all. Is that possible? Um, uh, I don't know if I can screen share with you, but what I can do, do you pull up is Twitter. Page? Is, yeah, I could I could pull up his Twitter. I've got I've got that right here. So then I could just do one of those as yeah. as I as I continue to putter and mutter. Um, but yeah, I mean he's Nate's stuff is awesome. I don't need yeah. to have there's, a there's DM a lovely, open there. There's a lovely Turbo Masters piece there that he did for the um, Skytread. Everyone's uh, yeah. favorite. Ah, uh, yep. These his um. Yeah, you know, here we go. The Turbo Master. Here we go. That's what I was looking for. This, this was for this. I believe it was uh, TF Nation last year. Did a um, a whole little zine dedicated to the Turbo Masters or, or G one point five at the very least. Uh huh. Um, and so that was part of that. Um, the Windblade is lovely. There is a very very good one if you scroll. Yeah, keep going. It's Catra from. Um, uh, She-Ra, the new series. Oh, yeah, top, top. Um, oh, there it is. Yeah. 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 Oh, look at that. Like, ah. Oh, That's I, so I even, awesome. That is good, right? Um, mm -hmm. but the, Nate is, I don't know if Nate would agree, but I think he's most famous um, for his CityBot pieces. Um, so he's got, I know he's got Metroplex and Fort Max, and I'm almost certain that he's got a, a Scorponok and a, and a Triptychon as well. Um, but 6.0, the, the toy photographer, shouted them out yep. the other day. Um, he also does, um, yeah, Transformers, yeah. the animated yeah, it, um, But he also does, uh, similar to that, one of those ones you showed before, like the old 80s packaging war shots where it's just all of the guys firing at each other uh, yeah. going in random directions but he's done um he's working on at the moment yep there's his seekers oh, no, Love that's, it. <laughs> that's the coronation yeah yeah um yeah he he's just he's very good he's got a very unique style um and uh yeah that's the one I, I can't remember the story behind that. I think that's some sort of uh, exclusives uh, yeah. piece. I think I, I I believe that that's Draculus at the back, but I'm um, I am not a hundred percent sure. But he's he's done quite a few in that mold as well um, with various uh, ones. He's currently working on a group shot of the Decepticons. Um, and it, it won't be anywhere close to the top of his profile. I don't think he's put a link up to it for ages. Sure. Um, but he's he's got, you know, the combiners at the back and the uh, Megatron at the front and the little guys all the way through. Um, yeah, I can't find it, sorry. but, but um, No, that's all right. It's fantastic stuff. Um, and uh, I was so he was one of the people on my list of... Um, 
uh, you know, artists I would one day like to work with. And uh, I was delighted when uh, Jim said, hey, I know Nate, why don't we get them involved? And, uh, yeah, you know, an immediate yes from me. Um, then Gav, I guess, is next. Um yeah. Gav is, as I mentioned, he's the host of uh, TR... Well, he's he's uh, he's the second host of TRDQ. He's actually uh, Repugnus's hype man. Um, Repugnus, I think we would all... Audiences would agree is the true star of that show. Quite um, so, yes. But, <laughs> uh, but Gav <laughs> is a, a visual designer and he draws comics as well. He's got his him and a friend... Um, and I'm going to get the name of this wrong. Hang on. It's I believe it's called Fantastica. Um, Fantasia, something like that. It is a, um, a comic him and his friends have been working on. It's quite good. Um, he has, he loves, he loves Transformers animated. And so his, his characters, um, they all have this, uh, lovely, uh, I don't want to say goofy style, but certainly a much more cartoonish, um, you know, approach than than your traditional IDW G one sort of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Big chins and and V chests and things, um, uh, and um, but he's he he can adapt and he draws quite a lot of other things as well. But certainly when he's drawing in his own style. Um, it's just you know it's it's this phenomenally stylized very transformers animated influenced sort of look um that, that i really love um and i think i think um he was the least uh apprehensive about drawing all the gorillas because he is much more used to bendy lines than sure uh, some of the other artists are uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, Gav Gav uh, hosts TRDQ. Um, yeah, he does qu- uh, reviews. I think twice a week, something like that. Um, they're quite uh, pleasant to watch. They they last about you know seven minutes at the longest. Um, and uh, he's he's actually just a really nice guy uh, mm-hmm. as well, despite the um, the constant uh, ribbing that we get. Uh, he he likes he likes to uh, um, um, be faux outraged at things, right? Uh, right. Yeah. So you just you sort of say, "Oh, Gav, can you do this?" And he'll say, "How dare you speak to me like that?" And then he'll be, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh um, man! And it's 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 fun. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so That's those awesome. those are our main artists. Um, mm-hmm. Then we have quite a few uh, contributors. Um, so one of the David Cousins of um, uh, IDW fame did the cover for us. Uh, yeah. It wasn't originally intended to be the cover, but when we saw it, we just went, yep, yeah, that's our cover. Um, he's he's done uh, a lot of formal work. Um, he's on Twitter at, at David Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, Ness who is at bats, at bats in Belfry art. Um, and Ness, uh, is a, Ness is wonderful. We're oh my gosh. Yes. We're currently working together on a, uh, completely unrelated, uh, short Godzilla story. 
Um, but when you see Ness's artwork, what, what stands out about Ness is not her, um, uh, her shapes and forms. It's her colors. It's the colors. Um, it's I remember, like I remember when I saw this Megatron, um, when, when, uh, when it was first put out, I think maybe last year, maybe year before, mm. um, Oh, it's signed 2022. Um, But yeah, I, I, I love the whole, like, you know, a vibrant color kind of like Lisa Frank aesthetic. Yeah. 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 Very, very cool. It it is very unique. Um, I love it to death, particularly the fembots, which you've got on the screen at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, She approached me after uh, another artist we're working with. And I did a comic together um, and said, hey, that's I really like that. Can you write one for me? Uh, can it be about Godzilla? And I looked at the colors that she has, and I said, absolutely, and can it just be full of, like, atomic breath because you will nail that, you know? Um, and I, I sent her this script, and it's on her page, and I, I really encourage you all to look at it. Um, it's, it's just a short four-page, I think it's three pages, actually, story about Godzilla, uh, waking up and going about his day, um, but it's just beautiful. Like, um, I, 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 it starts with him waking up on the bottom of the ocean, and I pictured something like, you know, oh, it's dark and deep blue and and gloomy because it's Godzilla and there's no light down there or something. And what she turned in was like this, um, you know, reef, aquatic life. Um, fish everywhere colorful beautiful like crystal blue i don't i'm not a colors guy i don't know if they <laughs> i, I understand right and not draw i'll tell you that um but it, oh i was i was like oh man this is better than anything i had in my head um she's most recently done uh, an rc from rise of the beasts which is just fantastic yeah. In fact, yeah. I, I just had that here. I, I was I was looking for the the um Godzilla piece and found the RC piece. Um that's I yeah. mean I mean, come on. Yeah, I know, I know, right? Like so, you know, and the the thing the thing about Ness um uh and and a few of our others is we've tried to get people from around the world. Um, and, and different backgrounds and things. So, you know, it's nice to have a few more girls on the team. Yes. Um, we've got Rina Varka, um, uh, R-I-N-O-V-A-R. I believe she's another American. Um, I actually, yeah, Las Vegas, there you go. Um, okay. And she, she has a much more uh, traditional uh, style, um, but she do, occasionally does some little cartoony things as well. Um, and we're doing a story about Cosmos together. Um, and so basically, you know, when the call came out for, um, uh, some contributors, I hit both of them up and I said, look, I know we're already working together, but, uh, I would really love it if you could do, you know, and they said, yeah, sure. Um, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So Rhino, Rhino, um, just beautiful again, style all her own. Um, she's doing a, a pinup for us that is uh, fantastic. Um, I don't believe I've got permission to show it off, and I don't think that she has posted it anywhere, so we can't see it by mistake either. But right, uh, right, <laughs> yeah, just another really talented um, 
artist who um oh yeah the food animals yeah that's what that's what she does um she draws yep. like the um the tricitrus tops uh which is like an orange triceratops it's it's funny it's cute it's beautiful um we're, we're writing a it, the story about cosmos that we wrote is quite sad it's about him um being quite lonely up in space and oh man does she sell that you know um uh it is something about a cute a cute robot looking sad is so much sadder than a than a cosmos um no it it has a it has a happy ending don't worry but yeah um, yeah it's it's i can't wait for that to come out as well um matt palacios is one of our others um palacio at palacios works on um twitter he and i uh did a story about landfill um last year that got uh, a huge response i don't think any of us were um expecting that i you, you you'll you'll be able to tell from the way i talk that i really like using characters that no one else has um because it, it just gives you a bit more freedom you can make them whoever you want um, yeah whereas whereas you know cosmos we had to work in with his established characterizations and stuff but landfill like no one cares about landfill and do what i want uh, <laughs> uh and uh he does He's got this fantastic style that's, um, I want to call it sort of IDW-esque. Uh, it's more Milne than, than some of the others, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind, it, kind of a little Jack Lawrence in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's fantastic. Um, he's doing some oh more boy. stuff for him. Yeah. Um, Andy Turnbull is uh, one of the organisers of TF Nation, one of the biggest. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's our letterer, um, so he's doing the letters for us. Um, and um, he does uh, – he's only just joined the team. I don't know him very well. Um, okay. But I know that he does um, – He's got his own comic that he's recently finished, which uh, is about uh, another 48-page one. Um, uh, um, God, I, I don't know. That's uh, oh, all right. Uh, no problem. Yeah, but he's he's done a lot of stuff as well and obviously being very involved in TF Nation, he's been our sort of go-to guy for what's um, acceptable in terms of uh hasbro you know not bringing down a cease and desist order on us um because a lot of these zines and things get produced for tfn um and they they have to meet strict criteria before anyone um uh you know so that no one gets in in any legal trouble over it but um right. oh he's got a fantastic machine wars prime on his profile there you go um yeah, yeah. Um, so he's, he's a very, very helpful man, an excellent artist. I love it. Um, gosh, who else have we got? And, um, TF Square One, Maz, um, uh, well known as one of the hosts of Triple Takeover, uh, and a, uh, an excellent toy photographer, um, who we, we approached Sixo initially, but he doesn't actually own the Turbo Masters. 
Uh, so, oh, how about that? <laughs> I, I, I think he, he either either he didn't own them or he didn't have any group photos of them. Um, so we went to Maz, who's who's uh, done some, who does have them and had done some uh, really excellent uh, photography and has included uh, some more of it for us as well. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, you'll get to see what these elusive toys actually look like. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and of course, I, I must mention um, the the dearly departed Andrew Sirohan, um, uh, well known to many people on Twitter um, as the guy who. Oh, look! So the story of Andrew. I got on Twitter, was looking for artists to work with, and um, I, I came across Andrew's stuff as you inevitably will if you're in the Transformers fandom. Um, and I saw that his profile lists my hometown. Um, and, and the place I live is called Townsville, which most people are familiar with as a joke city from the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, it's actually named after a fellow called Robert Towns, but like Townsville, everyone's like, sure. Oh, yeah, it's city city. Um, and I just messaged him and I said, sorry, is this, is this like a Powerpuff Girls joke? Are you actually... Are you actually from where I'm from? And he said, yeah, no, I, I live in Townsville. And he gave me his street address, and it's walking distance from my house. Um, and so I was like, hey, man, do you want to hang out sometime? And he was like, yeah, sure. And he took me uh, through his entire Transformers collection, and it is mind-blowing. Um, just the the sheer amount um, and and uniqueness of some of the stuff he's got is incredible um and uh he but what he's really good at is is he's very good at drawing and he used to do these um uh like toy line designs where he'd come up with his own gimmicks and draw them and how they'd work and how they'd transform and um you know he did like a series of um water pistol transformers and and inflatable tool pool toy transformers and stuff and um he created that meme um that you'll see around on reddit and, and twitter where it's like design sure. your own toy line and it has like the leaders oh the yes stuff. yeah he made that he invented yeah yeah that. the the brackets and stuff yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah um and he would he would also he was really interested in repaints and how obscure he could get with them and so he he has there's a chart that he made of like seekers in every possible variant from the sunbow cartoon uh all the animation errors and and everything like that like the man is exhaustive um and he ran a uh transformers website called the obscure transformers.com uh which was sort of a progenitor of of tf wiki a very very respected man um and unfortunately uh early this year he he died very suddenly um and uh he uh he had thankfully uh finished the stuff we commissioned from him for it which was a a series of generations turbo master toy concepts uh which really is fantastic and and you'll have to uh, see what he's done there. It's incredible what he came up with. Uh, I would buy it in an instant if it was real. Um, but yes, un- unfortunately, he uh, he sadly passed away unexpectedly. Um, 
and I, I attended his funeral and the, just the number of people uh, who sent in um, Twitter and Facebook and, and uh, condolences from, from the Transformers. His family were overwhelmed. They had no idea how well-known he was. Um, and, you know, I, I pointed out to them who some of these people were. I was like, oh, you know, that's James Roberts. He wrote this um, the, this fantastic, what is widely agreed to be the best Transformers story, second only to the movie, uh, which holds honorary first place and probably isn't all that good if we're being honest with ourselves. Um, you know, oh, that's Nick Roche. He drew X, Y, Z. And all these, like, really well-known... And I was like, you know, your, your son was uh, very well-respected and well-known. Um, and they had some idea, but I don't think they had a, a, an idea of the extent to which the, the world of Transformers fans was shocked uh, by his passing. Um, so it is nice to have him in that book. We did have to get his, um, he had finished before he died. So that's nice, um, for us, obviously, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, we, we're going to give a copy to his family just to, as a sort of commemorative thank you thing. I don't know if they'll keep it or not. They don't have to do anything with it. Sure. But, um, he's actually, he's actually, I think it's still on. I didn't manage with work. I didn't manage to get to it. He has an exhibit in our local, one of our local art spaces of just all of his uh, Transformers and, and various other art pieces that he's done and some of his toys and things. Like, he was he was a big deal. Uh, and we were very lucky that he was willing to, to uh, contribute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it- and, and and it's a it, it's a delightful tribute to to have that uh, to have those concepts included in the book as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's very cool that that one he was he was able to complete these pieces, but also that they were in a uh, condition that you were able to include them. Um, yes, I just yeah. I, I I just happened to be looking at that in the page right now in my in my advanced copy, and it is terrific stuff it's, very it's very cool and that's not even all of it that's just all we could fit you know he um there are pages the man was incredible you just say yeah. oh can you draw this and 20 minutes i wrote him a comic um there was an anthology that we wanted to pitch together um and the theme was um that the main ca- there was a one-page story and the main character had to start the story by forgetting something. Um, and I wrote a little story, just a sweet little story about a little old lady with dementia. Um, okay. And I sent it to him. I said, what do you think of this? And, he's, and 10 minutes later, he handed it back to me and it was perfect. Um, and I just thought, God, the, the, um, you know, the, the productiveness of this man is, is incredible. Um, so yeah, we, we we unfortunately we lost a real talent there, but it's it's great that he was willing to be on board. Absolutely, yeah. uh, absolutely. It's it's uh, again, it's it, it it's unfortunate, it's sad, but it's it's also 
uh, heartwarming to see that 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 the work does get to continue and, and be uh, uh, have have an exhibition for it. Um, so the book is Thunder Clash Goes Bananas. Again, it is a Transformers fan comic written, drawn, and lettered by a group of Transformers fans with the aim of raising much needed monies for Mary's Meals uh, in association with uh, Toy Fu. Um, it's a uh, charity working to um, feed hungry children across the world uh you can visit the uh coffee shop to uh donate and either get a uh digital copy or you could get the print edition um uh, you can visit the shop, pre-order your copy for this upcoming 60-page one-shop comic to be released later this year. Um, and again, you can uh, contact the team at uh, thunderclashgoesbananasgmail.com uh, if you would like to um, order bulk copies because now with the extra funds that the uh, project has, has seen so far, it's being very successful. They could print more copies, get more into the world, and uh, and that just means more uh, money for uh, for Mary's meals, uh, which is um, um, incredible. The, uh, the the book is very exciting. Um, I, I really want to congratulate uh, you and the team on your success so far, as well as uh, your sec- success uh, coming up in in the future. Um, before uh, before we uh, part ways for now, um, Joe, um, a, a question I ask. All of my uh, guests that are uh, creators, you know, whether they be uh, writers, artists, podcasters, musicians, um, authors, which is just another way of saying writers. Um, But the thing I always like to ask my creative friends Mm -hmm. is what advice that they would have for folks that are looking to pursue their own creative interests. So, uh, Joe England, Dr. Brainstorm, actual doctor, what, uh, what, uh, what, what advice would you have, uh, uh, for the kitties out there? The, the best piece of the, the best piece of advice I've ever been given, um, is, um, it is much easier to rewrite something bad than to write something good um and so just do it like the first draft of this book had whole sections that were just that would just say something like thunderclash needs to go from the pod to the jungle and become a gorilla on the way and you can sort that out later and then move on to the second page um you know and so uh the the first draft is for you and it's once you've got a skeleton there, you can make it. It's so much easier, as I say, it's so much easier to rewrite something than to write it in the first place. Don't worry about the first draft. Just get it done, and then it will hurt you. It will hurt you to read the nonsense and the badness of your first yeah. draft, but you will see how to make it good. Um, and you won't be able you you. Yeah, you won't be able to do that as you go, and you shouldn't try to. Um, there is always it is much yeah. It's it's the best advice I've ever been given. Ninety um, percent of the stuff I work with is um, uh, starts out as a skeleton of um, interconnected set pieces that I want to have in there, um, 
you know, the, there's a, there's a whole running theme in in Thunder Clash Goes Bananas uh, about communication. There's there's a, a subplot um, where where two characters won't uh, talk about something important out of you know misunderstanding how the other person will feel about it uh and that's mirrored in uh, a later subplot between two other characters and it all looks very uh, official and well thought out and uh no that was that was like the last thing that was added to the book um so you know you will you will you will see things as you go over your draft that weren't there the first time and will make the whole thing better. Um, so yeah, it's always easier to rewrite something bad than to write something good. Gotcha. That that's terrific advice. I, I like that. I've got, um, I, I've got a number of friends that are, uh, writers and authors. So I'm, and, and I am neither. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just a guy that, that, that talks into a camera and a microphone from time to time. Um, so I'm, I'm endlessly fascinated by how different folks tackle that creative process. So, so I really, um, really appreciate the insight and I really appreciate you taking the time, uh, to join me here on the live stream to talk about Thunderclash goes bananas. And again, I just dropped a, a link in the comments. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's a coffee site. So it's ko dot com slash thunderclash goes bananas um there's also um additional links in the show notes um for you to find the crowdfunder as well as uh, uh find the creators out on their social medias as well and check them all out and uh and commission their works uh, uh when they're available uh we definitely want to um support our independent artists and and uh and, and really keep the thing going Beautiful. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So um, before uh, before we sign off, um, so we've talked a lot about Thunder Clash Goes Bananas. Is is there um, is there anything else that you have coming up, Joe? That um, that you would like to promote? Uh look, I I don't. Um, when I work with artists, I let them post it. Um, you know, they're the ones that that are getting the, the commissions and things out of it. They should have it on their page, not mine. Um, but I will say that uh, Rhino, uh, Rhino Varka and I are working on the Cosmos story. Ness and I are doing the Godzilla story. Uh, Sammy Sadek and I are doing a story about um, misfire, um, going back in time and accidentally causing the Kennedy assassination, um, which... Oh, look, if I can turn that into another one, that's going that's going to a full forty-eight pager. But it's uh, it's probably my favourite thing I've ever written. Um, oh but gosh. check out all those artists; all my stuff will be on their pages. Gotcha. And and if folks wanted to uh, connect with you on the internet on on and on social medias, where uh, where can we find you? Uh, so I uh, mostly hang out on Twitter at. Um, at underscore, oh, hang on. Uh, how does Twitter work again? It's um, at brainstorm underscore dr for doctor um, on Twitter. Um, that's the best place to get hold of me. Uh, I have other uh, social medias, but they're much more sort of work focused, or um, sure, and they're, they're probably not interesting to any of you guys. So, yeah. <laughs> 
I gotcha. All right. Well, th- this has been an absolute blast. Um, again, I appreciate you taking taking the time to join us. We'll uh, we'll have to do this again sometime, and maybe with uh, with some of our international friends as well. Absolutely. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And that will wrap things up for this episode. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with us. And if you want to listen to my podcast, Mike Seibert Radio, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and wherever the heck else you find uh, podcasts. Uh, Like, share, rate, and review the show. Uh, Let me know what you like and what you would like to hear more of in the future for my guest writer joe england dr brainstorm himself my name is mike this has been mike cybert radio and until next time take care of each other take care of yourselves and make good choices till all are one <laughs> good night or good morning good day to you sir How good night good night Oh, there we go. We did it. We I got I got a real Australian good day. So there we go. I, I am satisfied. There you go. Mike Seibert Radio is recorded in Seattle, Washington. Our original theme song is written and performed by Lucia Fasano. Get her music on all streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music and check out her Instagram at Lucia underscore Fasano. Our closing theme song is A Nice Place to Visit by These Young Fools, used with permission from Michael Geisler. Check out Michael's website, bytormusic.com. Special thanks to Andy Lita for our logos and graphic design. He's at GoGoAndyRobo out on Twitter. Become a Mike Cybertronian and join the MSRP Friends and Fans Facebook group. And you can follow me on all the social media at Mike Cybert Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And check out my YouTube channel for even more videos and subscribe so you never miss a show. Want to be a guest on the show? Send me an email, MikeCybertRadio at gmail.com. So before I get out of here, I promised you that I would give you an update on the wrap of the Thunder Clash Goes Bananas project and share some terrific news with you. So uh, on June 1st, uh, Thunder Clash Goes Bananas achieved their second milestone goal of 3,000 pounds. And congratulations to the lucky backer who pushed them over the edge. It was artist Winston Chan, uh, who has done both covers and interiors for IDW's Beast Wars comic. Uh, his stuff is awesome, and you should definitely go follow him on Twitter. Um, anyhow, I mentioned that because Winston was literally just a couple seconds ahead of me. Uh, for backing the project, I was actually hoping to be the last backer uh, to help them meet the funding goal. Uh, but I'm just happy the project is a success. Like they, they put out a, of a a post, a tweet saying, uh, hey, man, we're almost there. All it's going to take is one more backer. And I hadn't backed the project yet. So I'm like right up my alley. Uh, Winston was just, uh, just a couple clicks ahead of me, I guess. Um, but anyhow, in, in that time since they've crossed 250 backers. Uh, but that also means that all good things must come to an end. So this, uh, from their, uh, coffee, Kofi, I, I still don't know the pronunciation, but anyway, from their website, quote, We've been talking to the printer and now have a firm date for final physical orders. The physical shop will close on midnight, Sunday, the 2nd of July. 
After that, we'll put in our print run order and no future physical release will be planned. Then it's just a hop, skip, and a jump until we get it posted and into your hot little hands. However, we're likely to have some leftover copies. Once we've sent everyone their order, the shop will reopen to sell off the final remaining physical copies. Now, the digital shop will not be closing at all. Feel free to order digital copies to your heart's content. So if you haven't gotten your orders in, now is the time. And thanks again for your incredible support. So um, if you want a physical copy of Thunderclash Goes Bananas like I did, you've got until midnight next Sunday, July 2nd, to get in your order. However, you will still be able to continue to order digital copies of the book, and every dollar raised means there's more to give to Toy Fu in aid of Mary's Meals. Uh, so uh, still opportunity to help out there. Um, all of the information is available in the show notes of this podcast. And I also wanted to remind you that Ashley Artley, uh, the artist of Chapter 2 of Thunderclash Goes Bananas, will have a dealer table at Cybefest Northwest 2023. That's uh, July 8th in Kent, Washington. Along with yours truly, I'll be hosting the panel room and I'll be there at Cybefest. Um, um, so if you are in the Pacific Northwest, come visit us, talk to Ashley about gorillas and her contributions to Thunder Clash Goes Bananas and buy some of her art as well because it's really cool. I have no art to sell, but if you want to see me while I'm hosting panels and come by and, and say hi, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll gladly uh, kiss your hands and shake your babies <laughs> or, or whatever. Um, but uh, uh, again, thank you so much and we'll, uh, we'll see you there.